Hello, this is Walnut Grove Baptist Church's podcast. We are in Carthage, Texas, and that is in Panola County. Our pastor is Reverend David P. Mitchell, and our Sunday school teacher, our Bible study teacher, is Deacon Glenn Wade. But thank you so much for joining us, and you'll be joining this uh, current episode that's in progress. Our Father, our God, our Creator, our Maker of all mankind, we thank you, Master, for allowing us another opportunity to come and wish you would come and to magnify your name, come and to study your word. Father God, we ask in the name of Jesus that you bless, heal, and deliver. Bless the teacher, bless the student. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In your hand, you can wait. <clears throat> oh, Book of Acts. 829 through 40, uh, Jesus gave two, well, two of his uh, last few statements that he made before he descended was one, that they were to wait on the Holy Spirit. And then the other one, he commanded them that they should spread the gospel. In this lesson, we see the Holy Spirit at work and we see uh, the, the gospel being spread. And so God has used Philip to evangelize the uh, Ethiopian for the purpose of expanding Christianity into Africa. The Spirit of God uh, assigned Philip to meet with the Ethiopian who is traveling several miles. From uh, to get from Africa to Jerusalem to worship God. He was not uh, was not a, a, a Christian, but he he did he was a God fearing man. So Philip is given the assignment to evangelize the Ethiopian, who would spread the gospel oh, to the people <laughs> of Africa. So Philip carries out his assignment and preaches Christ to the Ethiopian, and and he believed and is baptized. After the baptism of the Ethiopian, the Spirit gave Philip the next assignment. I mean, your bow and arrow, huh? You can do bow and arrow. Philip and the Ethiopian just parted, never to see one another again. Uh, yeah, a ministry took them in different paths. But the gospel is, is given an uh, open door into Africa. So we start this lesson with verse 29. The Spirit said unto Philip, Go near and join thyself to this chariot. So God is not uh, leaving any of his people out of his plan for salvation. We see it in that he's opening a door for the people of Africa. So he wants to spread the gospel to all nations. Uh, it is a process that's going to take time. So in, in this particular time, most of what is spread is spread by the word of mouth. doesn't have all this technical communication that we have these days. So it is an opportunity for the word to be spread. Then the Spirit said unto Philip, go near. So the Spirit is going to initiate the time of the ministry. 
and it's going to tell uh, the right person to use in, in, in evangelizing the ministry. It's going to tell the time and the person. Enjoying yourself to just share it. So the Spirit tells Philip what he is to do. And the Spirit specifies the person to whom Philip is to evangelize. So we see the Spirit at work guiding Philip through uh, what he is to do. And Philip ran to him and heard him read the prophecy of Osiris and said, Understand that what thou readest? So uh, we find here that uh, the, the Spirit uh, instructs us to move. We need to move when it tells us to move. There's no time to waste. So it says, and Philip ran hither to him. So Philip didn't waste no time. He went right to him. And he heard him read the prophecy of Silas. Uh, the Spirit is working on the heart of the person to be evangelized. The Spirit was at work with the Ethiopian because he was reading the Word of God from the book of Isaiah. Mm-hmm. And says, Understand that what thou readest? Mm-hmm. Now that Philip, we understand that Philip uh, asked him one specific question Understand that what thou readest? He did not ask him if he was a Christian or a member of a church, or if he was baptized, or any, any other thing. He asked him one thing, and you understand what you're reading. Sometimes we lose people when we get into too much information that's not necessary. Uh, just go to the place where they are and meet them there. Mm-hmm. So, we, uh, so he, Philip goes and just asks him, what do we understand? And understanding is in all that uh, seek and seek the understanding and say it how can I accept some man which guide me should guide me and he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him uh, so without someone uh, teaching us in the truth and principles of God uh, from his written word Many times we are not under, able to understand what it means on our own. And he said, how can I accept some man should guide me? So God has intentionally made learning his truth after by all of the requirements and the hands of someone that is taught, trained, and understand. Being a Christian is not automatically going to provide us with the knowledge we need to live a Christian life. So we all need some kind of teaching. Mm-hmm. And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. So the Ethiopian takes advantage of, uh, of, of the opportunity uh, that's been presented to him. The Ethiopian invites Philip to come up and sit and to share it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the opportunity to receive understanding was presented, and the Ethiopian did not let it slip through his fingers. And sometimes we we have a tendency that when even when we get the opportunity to learn something, many times our pride or something get in our way and we don't get uh, get the opportunity that we should have. Uh, something got in the way. The place of the scripture which he re- read was this: He was led as a sheep to the slaughter, and like a lamb dumb from the shears, 
so he opened not his mouth. So scripture is teaching us that if we desire to know, we will know. God will provide a way for us to know if we seek uh, hard enough. And what he's reading from is Isaiah 53. Uh, the God led him to this prophecy of the Lord Jesus Christ, which gave Philip the basis for evangelizing him. So God has set him up to be reading the right scripture so that uh, uh, Philip can come right in and teach him what he's reading. And he was led as a sheep to the slaughter, and like a lamb, dumb before his shearers, so opened he not his mouth. So the prophet has set everything up, and that he, meaning the promised Messiah, the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, and in the purpose, uh, he was led as a sheep to the slaughter. Uh, we understand that sheep do not resist when led to be killed. So was it with Jesus. He did not resist being taken to the cross and giving up his life uh, and dying for us. It said Jesus uh, told us surrender and acceptance of his assignment to go to Calvary and die without hesitation or complaint. So open his so open he not his mouth. All Jesus had uh, prepared for Calvary he done in the Garden of Gethsemane when he said to the Father, not my will, but thine will be done. Well, Jesus had already made his peace before he got to the cross. In his humiliation, his judgment was taken away. And when, and who shall declare his generation? For his life is taken from his from the earth. Uh, the prophecy declares how Jesus will be unjustly treated, and it poses the question: Who will stand up and vindicate him? Uh, so his humiliation, his judgment was taken away. So Jesus, who has stood up for justice and and uh, always proclaimed righteousness. It's unjustly treated by those that crucified him. Pontius Pilate say, I find no fault in him. So, But he is treated unjustly uh, and, and mistreated. Even the ones that stood by that did nothing, that didn't speak up for him, uh, also uh, did an injustice to him. <clears throat> and who shall declare his generation for his life is taken from the earth? What that means is who will be, uh, would there be anyone willing to declare who Jesus is? Would there be anyone to vindicate him, to stand up for him? Uh, we find out that those disciples who walked with him and witnessed his miracles fled from him, uh, and he was left alone. So nobody was there to uh, speak up for Jesus. And the eunuch answered Philip and said, I pray thee, of whom speaketh the prophet this, of himself or some other man? Hmm. So the unit is trying to find out more information. In other words, uh, seeking you shall find, knocking the door shall be open. So he's asking questions about it. And the eunuch answered Philip, and the eunuch answered Philip and said, I pray thee, of whom speaketh this prophet this? 
So Enoch is one that is made incapable of producing children for the purpose of taking on a position of greater responsibility without the honor of marriage. So Enoch is, is kind of, in a way, able to understand why Jesus is able to do what he's doing and that being a unit, you take some some responsibility and put your own feelings aside, as Jesus did. Jesus took on the, the sins of the world. Mm. Uh, uh, so the eunuchs are able to understand some of that. Of whom are he or some other man? Being an educated man, the Ethiopian knew what question to ask. Uh, his answer lied in someone teaching him the meaning. Does God provide Philip to be his theologian? In other words, Philip is his teacher to teach him what what God has, has uh, put on his heart to know. Then Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. So Philip engages in his assignment and preaches to the Ethiopian from the passage he is reading. Let us know that we ought to always be prepared. If we're going to evangelize somebody, uh, we need to be prepared that we're able to answer their question, to be able to uh, fill in the gaps. Because many times is is some misunderstanding or uh, some understanding that they don't have. So we need to be prepared uh, as, as his disciples to answer those questions, to give them a, a better view of of what Christianity is. Then Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture. The place where Philip began his preaching was the same scripture Ethiopian was reading with great interest. So God had prepared Philip in the words, and because he had been taught God's word, he was able to explain the scripture. Uh, so it teaches us how important it is for us to be prepared. And preach unto him Jesus. What the Ethiopian needed with Jesus in his life, that, that Jesus is the only help, only hope, uh, and in him alone is salvation. So he needed to know about uh, salvation. He had an idea because he came to Jerusalem, but he did not know about Jesus, the understanding about Jesus. And as he went on his way, they came into a certain water, and the eunuch said, see, here's water. What does him to me from being baptized. So God has prepared uh, everything that is needed uh, to do what he has given uh, Philip the mission to do. He's provided the scripture that he is to study from. He's provided water for him to be baptized in. He provided the chariot. Everything God has lined up lets us know that he will equip us to do what he has assigned us to do if he assigns us to do something. And as they went on their way, they came to a certain water. Uh, when this natural order that, that God has has put before us and that we are to hear the gospel, believe the gospel, then be con- conversion by the Lord and then baptized. So as the two men rode in their chariot, they came to a certain water. God has already provided everything. Nothing is left to chance. And the eunuch says, see, here is water. What does hinder me from being baptized? So the eunuch understand the steps that would demonstrate his salvation. Now, baptism is not a requirement for salvation. It is an evidence of having been saved. 
As a Baptist, we normally baptize, but other religions doesn't always baptize. Baptism says to the world we have been born again, uh, that we are under a new leadership. We are no longer under, under the leadership of the devil, but under the Lord Jesus Christ. And Philip said, if thou believe it with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. So Philip takes on the responsibility of getting him set up uh, and, and becoming uh, baptized into Christianity. Uh, Philip makes sure that he meets uh, the requirements for being converted. And Philip said to him, "Is thy believer with all thy heart. So we are to not be baptized because somebody else wanted it, it is to be something that is a product of our own decision of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. So we must confess that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of Man. He spoke and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, and I believe that Jesus Christ was the promised Messiah. He believed that Jesus was also God. And he commanded the chariot to stand still, and they went down both unto the water, both Philip and the eunuch, and he was baptized. So Philip was convinced that the Ethiopian had met and was ready to be baptized, and he commanded the chariot to stop. So Philip uh, is, believed that what has happened to the Ethiopian is genuine. Uh, uh, he tells the chariot to stop. Now he is a true candidate for baptism. And he went down into the water, both Philip and the eunuch, and he was baptized. So baptism is by immersion on the water. Philip baptized him. It was symbolic of baptism in that we are saying that we are dead, uh, dead in our sins and that the Lord was buried uh, in him, resurrected in him, and forever will be with him. So we are dead in his death, burial, and resurrection uh, when we are baptized. And when they were come up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord uh, called away Philip, that he and the eunuch saw him no more, and he went on his way rejoicing. So when we come up out of the water, uh, he was baptized, and afterwards, that they came out of the water, they departed. The Spirit of the Lord carried Philip on a new assignment. Uh, he, he didn't have to linger there. He had completed the assignment of uh, evangelizing the Ethiopian, and he went away rejoicing. So the natural outcome of being baptized and, and uh, converted is to be, is that our delight. And we all react to being born again by rejoicing. So the Ethiopian was doing the nitro thing that he should do after being baptized. But Philip was finding Isaiah's. And passing through, he preached in all the cities till he came to Caesarea. So Philip was finding in Isaiah's. And that's a, a city off the Mediterranean Sea. Yeah, at that time, it was a seaport city. And passing through, he preached in all the cities till he came to Caesarea. 
the cities that he preached in that would have been along that case would have been Joppa and Lydia and Arimathea. And he came uh, to Caesarea. And Caesarea is, is what many theologians believe is where Philip made his home and raised his family. Uh, and that's what he said. Some of the things we might take away from this uh, lesson is that God has an assignment for all of us to do. Uh, once we finish one assignment, he may lead us to another one. But we ought to be ready and prepared for the assignment that he has assigned us when he uh, calls on us to do it. That's all I have for this lesson. My God. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Deacon uh, Wade. I just thoroughly uh, enjoyed again, as always, and uh, breaking down barriers. Uh, we thank God for the lesson on tonight. Uh, we just want to let this soak in on tonight and marinate on this one. I don't have too much to say to anyone else to on tonight. Anyone else? I've been um, studying over trying to understand myself of uh, this chapter. Is, and um, I had already gone, read through this chapter before, and then I went back over with my, my friend, Sister Annette, um, not too long ago. And, and as I was reviewing over it today, uh, the, the word unit, and I was like, and something just told me, you know, you need to get the understanding of this word. So I went and looked it up. Well, I asked Siri, and the first um, definition it gave me, a person uh, a, a royal servant. Then the next definition it gave me was a person that was castrated. So then I said, let me call upon, because I need to understand. But even as Christians, you know, there's some things we may read and not understand. And that's exactly what I did. I called. And then she read through some things and got me to have a better understanding. So Deacon Wade, exactly what she was, she was uh, talking about today. It's just good. Um, and whatever, whatever, whatever plan that God has for you, no matter what. He will always lead us in the right direction. And I do. I ask the Lord for discernment and understanding on some things because a lot of things that I read in the Bible, I don't understand. So this, this lesson means a whole lot to me. Thank you. Amen. That's one thing. That's why we ask uh Bible teaches us that he asks for more wisdom and knowledge as we read it. Many times as I have read uh 
uh, and I ask God for understanding also. That, so that's where, when you look, more you read and, and delight yourself in him, he will show you uh, the mystery because uh, things that we don't understand that the light will shine, but that we got to ask God and pray about it. So we're thankful to God for again for this lesson tonight. Uh, uh, Deacon Way, you have anything else? No. All right. If Deacon Way don't have anything else, anybody else uh, don't have anything else. Again, we'll. Just soaking this one in tonight, so we're asking to continue to pray for everybody. We ask that you uh, meet us on Sunday morning. If it's the Lord's will, meet us on Sunday morning. Uh, as we get ready to pray, pray for all of us, and we're praying for our students. Uh, we're about to be at the end of another uh, school term, so pray for the safety of our children and pray for our faculties all over the land and country. Uh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the obedience of your word. Thank you for the teacher. Thank you for the guidance. We ask that you would allow us to be able to uh, soak it in and go through our daily life. We ask that in the name of Jesus that you bless, heal, and deliver. Father God, if there are any among us that needs healing or needs uh, deliver, we ask if it be that we are touching right now in the name of Jesus. We ask it all. Bless, heal, and deliver. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Beautiful lesson. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Deacon. All right. Good night. God bless. God bless. Good night. Love you all. Good night. Good night. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Walnut Grove Baptist Church Podcast. If you feel led to do so, you can leave a gift at bit.ly slash walnutgrovegiving. Thank you so much, and we'll see you in the next episode.